Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Here's everything you might have missed in The Last of Us, Episode 5. Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're continuing our breakdown and Easter egg hunt of the HBO series The Last of Us with Episode 5, titled Endure and Survive. Already off to a sad start here. Yeah, man. Flashback to last week where fans were overjoyed with the announcement that they would be able to get on the road with Joel and Ellie two days earlier than normal with a Friday release due to some sort of game on Sunday. But whether you were watching football or HBO Max this weekend, Kansas City played into it. And episode five of The Last of Us, which we shall reiterate is based on the game of the same name by Naughty Dog and PlayStation Studios, really managed to pack everything you want to see in a post-apocalyptic outbreak horror series into one hour. And we're going to break down exactly what happened, as well as all the references and Easter eggs we spotted in just a moment, after we give you a spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, turn away now. Please don't make us ask a million times. And then I'm like, I'm going to ask you a million more times. And he's like, whoa! 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 While episode four ended on a bit of a cliffhanger with Joel and Ellie being held at gunpoint by the brothers Henry and Sam, this episode doesn't get right back into the action. Instead, it opens with a flashback to right after the citizens of Kansas City overthrew Fedra. But it's not all cheering and celebrations as things take a turn for the violent and grim with Fedra agents and collaborators being murdered. In the midst of the mayhem, Henry and Sam try to escape the fate of the other collaborators. And here's where we see one of the key differences between the show and the video game. In the show, younger brother Sam is deaf and played by a young deaf actor, Kevon Montreal Woodard. This change was made to try and help differentiate between the dynamics of Joel and Ellie and then also Henry and Sam. Plus, it provides a connection between Joel and younger brother Sam with Joel having lost some of his hearing. But searching for them is Kathleen. Ooh, I love Kathleen. She's rounded up collaborators looking for Henry, and she's not afraid to kill them all to get the information she wants. In fact, she kills them all despite getting information. And with her suggestion to burn the bodies, we now know how the pile of bone and ash from the last episode got there. From there, we get to Henry, Sam, and Dr. Edelstein's hiding place. Dr. Edelstein truly did know where Henry was hiding before Kathleen killed him last episode. When their supplies dwindle, Henry and Sam have to venture out to find more food. Yeah, I want some biscuits. But they instead come across Joel and Ellie fighting their way out of the laundromat. Check out this shot of Henry spotted by eagle-eyed fans that mirrors Sam's superhero drawings. Very cool detail. The brothers follow the duo. They even almost fall for the glass trap. <laughs> and now we get caught up to the end of the previous episode. The group all comes to an uneasy truce despite Joel's ass voice. Everything is great. Dude. Henry's the most wanted man in all of Kansas City, but Joel is running a close second. In the game, the brothers were originally from Hartford and their QZ was abandoned by Fedra. But in the show, Henry is a resident of Kansas City and has a plan to escape. The next morning, he outlines his plans. There's also a great moment here taken from the game. Henry noticing how nice it is that Sam gets along with Ellie so well. Joel, however, does not want to work with a collaborator like Henry, but it's how Henry learned the way out. 
The highways that surround the downtown area are guarded, but the plan is to take maintenance tunnels underneath the city, which everyone thinks are full of infected. This is because Fedra drove all the infected in the city underground 15 years earlier, the only good thing they ever did. This means that Kathleen and Perry certainly did know what the pulsating sinkhole in the last episode meant. And another similar moment to the game has Henry showing Joel a map of the city they're in, whereas in the show, Henry draws a map for Joel and Ellie. But Henry has heard shaky information from his Fedra contact that the tunnels are clear of infected. Joel and Ellie can take care of any stray infected as they all escape. Henry's gun wasn't even loaded. And the fact that Joel and Ellie survived two clickers means they're the right choice for the job. Also, it's cool that the show calls them clickers instead of making up a different name as so often happens with adaptations. <laughs> Once they're past the highway to the residential section in Westside North, they can cross a bridge to freedom. While the Kansas City portion of the show contains new plot like Kathleen that doesn't appear in the Pittsburgh portion of the game, the concept of crossing a bridge to safety as the goal is the same for both. So that's the deal between Henry and Joel. I show the way, you clear the way. And of course, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Hey, they head into the tunnels and the payoff for Ellie hiding her gun in her pocket instead of keeping it in her pack is merely a disapproving look from Papacito Pedro. The tunnels seem to be empty. So far, so good. Although Joel isn't convinced. That's kind of a pessimist. I'm not my dad. dad. They find the remains of an abandoned underground settlement where they wait out the light. This settlement is another great element taken from the game, complete with a castle entrance, the rules, and playing soccer. The show also gives us a little Easter egg that fans of the game would recognize, a drawing of Ish and Danny. In the game, you can actually piece together the fate of some of these characters and why they abandoned the sewers. After Infected breached the settlement, some of the crew, like Ish, are able to escape. But another adult, Kyle, who was with the group, gets trapped in a room where he's faced with the choice to kill some kids or have them be infected. It's pretty grim, but there's also some writing on the floor that Kyle wrote that says they didn't suffer, pointing to where the kids' bodies are laid to rest, which I guess is true, so never mind, I suppose I had a happy ending. <laughs> happy! <sighs> but it is great to see a nod to the protectors, Ish and Danny, here. It's sad to see the drawing in the show, and even sadder for viewers who know the backstory. Back to the HBO series. The kids bond over a comic book called Savage Starlight and compare their collections. This is a collectible in the game as well, with 14 issues you could get. The catchphrase, to the edge of the universe and back, endure and survive, is also taken from the video game. Joel apologizes to Henry, and Henry explains why Kathleen would send an army after him. When Sam got leukemia and needed Fedra's medicine, Henry betrayed a good man, the leader of the resistance. This resistance leader was Kathleen's brother, Michael. But Henry has a comment in the bunker that really sticks with Joel when he says, I am the bad guy because I did a bad guy thing. So much of this entire story is about Joel's redemption for the bad things he did in his past. Joel also wonders if he's a bad guy, but the skills he learned by being bad are also the skills he needs to keep Ellie safe. This story has more layers than the onion someone must have been cutting by me during the end of this episode. That's the only explanation for my tears. We then go to Kathleen in her childhood home, explaining to second-in-command Perry what a good man her brother Michael was. But Kathleen isn't a good person. She won't forgive Henry, even though it was her brother's last wish for her to do so. Perry says that everyone stands with her. Though they loved Michael, it was Kathleen who enacted change to bring Fedra down. And it feels like they've really sealed their own fates.
Back with the heroes now leaving the tunnel, Ellie invites the brothers with them to Wyoming and knows that Joel will change his mind and want their company too. Ellie, never, ever, ever happening. Joel's insistence on not drawing attention with light pays off when they're stopped by a sharpshooter with terrible aim. Joel sneaks into the house and takes the old man out in a very sad way. Please don't do it. Please. Come on, Joel gave you a way out. He could have brought you in warm or he could have brought you in cold, all right? Does it all the time. There must be some mistake. I can get you more credits. It turns out the old guy's aim wasn't so bad. He was just trying to keep everybody pinned down until Kathleen arrived. This is when things get super scary. Joel yells for them to run, which hey, that's exactly what the plow truck is also telling them to do. Being chased by a truck is a big moment in the video game as well. Joel barely shoots the driver in time for it to crash into a house and blow up. Henry and the kids are trapped. Kathleen's not going to let any of them go. She's stone cold, telling Henry that maybe Sam was supposed to die, and the kids die all the time. Absolutely brutal. And Kathleen's question to Henry, do you think the world revolves around him, that he's worth everything, is some heavy foreshadowing to Joel and Ellie's journey. But before Kathleen can end things, it ends the way it ends. The truck sinks into the ground and infected rise up to tear through the Kansas City resistance. Joel provides Overwatch for Ellie in a sequence that's inspired by the game. The only differences are you spend way more time shooting human hunters than infected, and it's all during the day, not the scary, scary night. Good thing that old dude in the show had a ton of bullets. And that's when the bloater breaks through. Shout out to Adam Bassel, who is credited as the bloater. The thing rips Perry's head straight off, reminiscent of the bloater kill animation in the game. Ellie climbs into a vehicle for safety, but she's followed by a child clicker played by gymnast and contortionist Sky Bell Cowton, once again proving that the scariest thing in the horror genre continues to be creepy little kid contortionists. Sincerely great job, Sky Bell Cowton. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Ellie saves Henry and Sam. However, they're confronted by Kathleen before they can escape. That is, until Kathleen gets ripped apart by the kid clicker. There's a certain irony to her being killed by an infected child after her earlier remarks. Mmm, tastes good. It ends the way it ends. So, so much has happened so far. How does this episode still have like 10 minutes left? Because we've still got to get our hearts wrenched out. The adults are pretty tired and traumatized in the motel afterwards, but the kids seem to handle it well. Henry accepts Joel's offer to travel with them to Wyoming, proving Ellie right. Ellie, never, ever, ever happening. Meanwhile, the kids have a pretty heavy conversation with Roots in the game once they're sent to bed. They reveal their fears to each other. Ellie is afraid of scorpions and also ending up alone. That's the, that's the real one. And while that is heartbreaking, it's nothing compared to what Sam has been mulling over all evening. If you turn into a monster, is it still you inside? That's right, Sam has been infected. Even a win is not a win in The Last of Us. This differs slightly from the game where Sam didn't reveal his bite to Ellie. We know that the writers of the HBO series took the job of adapting the game very seriously, but with each new episode, we're beginning to believe their number one priority was making the show sadder than the game. What the f guys? Take it easy, okay? <clears throat> Ellie thinks that her blood is medicine that can cure Sam. It's too bad those Fedra schools are so terrible or she might know that's a false hope. She promises to stay awake with Sam, but when she wakes up the next morning, Sam is not Sam. Henry stops Joel from intervening in the ensuing struggle until Henry kills Sam and then takes his own life. It's brutal, 
but it fits in with the story. At this point in the game, the story cuts to black and skips to fall, but in the show, we see the aftermath of this devastating moment. Joel buries the brothers, and Ellie leaves one final message for Sam before they head back on the road. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm getting for real emotional just reading that. Oh my gosh. Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. It might take all week to mentally prepare for the next episode. But in the meantime, what did you folks think? What was your favorite moment from the fifth episode? What other Easter eggs did you spot? So much damn talking. Let us know in the comments below. Tell us how many times you cried. Thank you so much for watching. And for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.